Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Morning shot. All right. Good morning to you. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. It's time for your morning shot. Now, as the world recovers from the global repercussions of the COVID-19 pandemic, the Earth's sensitive ecosystems recorded losses on many fronts, including biodiversity. As of 2022, the International Union for Conservation of Nature, or IUCN's logs, show that more than 42,000 species are threatened with extinction. But some glimmer of hope is unfolding right here on our little red dot. Singapore's wildlife parks welcomed nearly 800 animal babies just last year alone, including critically endangered species like the citron-crested cockatoo, thanks to the group's conservation breeding program. And just out of the oven too, a milestone for the team at Mandai as six geriatric penguins successfully undergo cataract surgery. And joining us to share how all of these efforts fit into the global conservation picture is Dr. Luis Carlos Neves, Vice President of Animal Care at Mandai Wildlife Group. A very good morning to you, Dr. Luis. Good morning. Okay, overall, would you consider this a good haul of successful births? Well, it's always great for us when, when new life comes to our parks. And, and with all these animals under our care, 800 babies is quite a bit uh, of, of a success. Every year, we, we have a plan for which animals we want to focus on. So we actually reached most of our targets last year when 800 new lives coming to us. Okay, some of these include two critically endangered citron-crested cockatoos, like I mentioned earlier, after some 22 years, as well as the park's first two-toed sloth baby. Obviously not easy. Could you share some of the interesting factors and research that must have gone into all these before such animals can be bred successfully? Well, lots of research and lots of patience as well. Uh, the the citron crests actually, they, they came to us a few years ago and they were former pets, so they were quite imprinted into humans. So it took us more than 10 years for them to actually refocus from humans, from their caretakers to the actual bird. Mm-hmm. And we've tried multiple possible combinations with parrots. It's very important to have a compatible pair. It's not like you can just put male and female together. So it took us easily 10 years for these two to actually fall in love and finally gave us two chicks. We are very excited because actually last year we were the only zoo in the world that bred this species, which is really important. Any specific environmental conditions that can be created to help the animals as well as the kind of care that would be needed? Yes, absolutely. There's a lot of work that goes behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Uh, We care for animals focusing on their welfare, meaning that we want that their interaction between the animals and their surroundings is as good as possible. And that means that we focus on five essential pillars. Nutrition, they must be fed adequately what they need. Behavior, we want them to behave as as natural as possible and to have interactions with their own uh, peers. Uh, We want to have a great environment for them. They must be able to climb up if they're arboreal. They must be able to have hideouts if they're a bit shy. And also, we want them to have top medical care. So we have a great team of veterinarians that help us keep their health in check. And overall, this ultimately gives us healthy, happy animals, if you want. And this ultimately leads to them wanting to start families and raise their babies. Aside from educational purposes, what is the rationale behind breeding endangered species in captivity? Well, nowadays, zoos are not just about coming and see animals, obviously, and, and people do come to see the animals and have a good time. But uh, like you mentioned, education is, is core to our mission, mm-hmm. but also all the animals that we care for are here because uh, they are managed 
cooperatively between us and other zoos and the populations under human care actually serve as assurance populations, meaning that tomorrow, if necessary, we can actually send animals that are born or hatched in zoos back to the wild to support the wild populations that are dwindling. We are speaking with uh, Dr. Luis Carlos Neves, Vice President of Animal Care at Mandai Wildlife Group. Dr. Luis, we understand that Mandai Wildlife Group is currently involved in over 160 internationally managed species programs. Now, this constitutes breeding, research and education. Can you give us an example of these projects? So these projects are really important for us because it, it means that the animals that are here with us are actually part of a global zoo population. Mm-hmm. And that means that, for example, some of the babies that were born with us last year will make their way to other zoos uh, as long as their genetic uh, compatibility with the other populations actually sustains the population globally. Uh, what we are aiming at is to have long-term genetic and demographic sustainability in the zoo populations. And we are very happy to be able to support over 160 of those projects. Some of them actually managed by us here. 14 of those 160 actually are managed, coordinated by uh, Mandai staff. And these are species like very critically endangered straw-headed bulbuls, um, black-winged miners, and also more local species like Sundaslow loris are actually managed by us at the global level as well. So we're very excited about this. So which are some of the zoos or, or partners that you work with internationally? So uh, we are members of a number of international zoo associations, the most relevant ones being uh, the uh, European Zoo Association and the Australasian Zoo Association. Uh, and together, we actually exchange animals uh, based on that genetical sustainability. That also ensures that we only work with zoos that have similar welfare and care standards like we have. So what else is in the pipeline in terms of uh, you know, future plans with your partners so as, as our parks continue to develop, and as you know, there's a lot of development happening, we want to continue to focus on our key mission, which mm-hmm. is to be able to support wildlife, to be the voice for the animals, and, and to help people understand how they can help us and how they can themselves be a wildlife forest when they come to our parks. So we will be focusing more on increasing our conservation programs, both in the zoo and also the ones we support in the field, which is very important as well. Zoos cannot save species just by what we do in the zoo. There has to be also uh, mitigating measures to what is making these animals endangered in the wild. So we also have very good partners in the field that help us look into how can we help the animals that are left in the wild as well. Do you have a specific project that is close to your heart? Well, I've always worked more closely with birds. So we we have uh, very special projects with birds, including Santa Cruz Roundups, uh, a species that we actually rescued from the wild a couple of years ago uh, when a massive confiscation was done in the Solomon Islands where they came from. Mm -hmm. And we are getting ready to actually send the first batch of birds back to the wild in the next couple of months, which is going to be a milestone for the species. Okay, just out of the oven as well. Mandai has also successfully performed cataract surgery for six senior penguins ahead of the transition to their new home in bird paradise when they move. From breeding to providing geriatric care, captive animal care seems to have evolved so much. How does this fit into the overall conservation picture? Well, animals, when they, when they are under human care, they tend to reach longer ages, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so at the end, they end up facing issues that normally in the wild they wouldn't face. For example, these penguins, like many of us, as we age, our vision kind of starts getting a bit uh, less accurate and, and they had some cataract issues. So besides having all these animals to, to connect with people and, and to, to, to help us uh, communicate our message, we have 
quite a bit of a, a complex framework behind the scenes, including this kind of geriatric program. Any animal that reaches around 70% of their wild lifespan with us automatically gets into this program. And this can mean anything from more regular vet checks to special diets, or in the case of these penguins, to actually have more um, focused interventions. They were aging, they were, their sight was getting worse. Our vets detected cataracts, and because they're moving to a brand new place, which is much bigger, and they will definitely benefit from seeing better to be able to maneuver. Uh, and because we always try to get animals to have the best possible welfare, and healthcare is one of those pillars, we wanted to make sure that they actually were able to enjoy the new facilities uh, just like any other penguin. That's where we had the surgery done with them. Very quickly before we let you go, can you tell us about maybe some of the challenges that Mandai might face in reintroducing these animals to the wild? Well, the first thing that you need to make sure is that whatever made the animal threatened in the beginning is not there anymore. So that's why building up these assurance populations in zoos is very important. But then it's it's not like because we've bred 800 animals last year, we can bring them all to the wild. We must first make sure that whatever made them endangered in the first place is not there anymore. And this is very hard because there's many threats to species from habitat loss to poaching to illegal trade. So it's a very, very complex work. Mm. That's why we need all the partners that we have. So uh, releasing animals back into the wild is, is kind of like the chair on top of the cake, but it's mm. always the last thing that we need to do. Before that, there's a lot of work to be done in the actual habitat and also with the communities that live around the areas. All right, thank you very much for sharing your insight with us. We've been speaking with Dr. Luis Carlos-Neves, Vice President of Animal Care at Mandai Wildlife Group. Thank you very much. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.